Hello, and welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness, increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life, and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. Hi, everybody. First, I just want to say thank you for those of you who who reached out to wish me a, a happy birthday. Um, I just wanted you to know how much I appreciated it and how grateful I am um, for all of those uh, beautiful messages of love. I was just I've been in such a state of gratitude, feeling so very, very loved um, because of all of that. So thank you. I just wanted to say thank you for all of that. So spirit has been buzzing in my ear um, for the the last few days and as always it starts out with kind of that information that just kind of drops in like an idea and then sure enough conversations start happening and and other things start occurring that just start creating a deeper validation of these messages and so I wanted to share them with you and as always, trying to organize the cognition of all of these little bits and pieces as they're creating one whole picture. So I'll do the best that I can to communicate all of that. So for those of you who listened to my April forecast, uh, one of the, the second card that came out of that draw was the trickster. And we talked a little bit about the energy around the trickster and, and what that meant. And this has continued to develop this concept of the trickster and i wanted to share this with all of you because it seems that the energies of april cosmically oh my gosh the planetary stuff i was having a conversation this week with charlene lawrence and for for those of you who don't know she actually does a cosmos cosmic coffee or or cosmos and coffee but she does an instagram live every single morning to tell you what's happening in the sky um, and how those energies are affecting us. So you might want to head over and check her out um, to, to see what's happening. But I'm going to give you just a, a really high level cliff notes on, on this. Um, we currently, I believe, have five, four planets in Aries, five being potentially the moon, the new moon um, that's coming, or that would be the sixth planet, nevertheless. We have a lot of planets moving inside of Aries. Now, I'm a little bit of an expert because I am an Aries, sun and moon. <laughs> um, and I like to think of myself as a balanced Aries. I'm very fortunate that I've got um, Virgo kind of grounding, grounding me a bit. But in any case, um, Aries energy can be very intense. And when we think about Aries, you know, it, it is, we, we like to look at the balanced Aries, okay? So, 
you know, Aries are impulsive, they're passionate, they're creative, um, they're reactive, they are, you know, they can be hot headed, they can be impatient, but they can also be so entrenched in, in their connection to things, um, their passion for things that the ability for an Aries to manifest, it's almost just a first nature because they are so driven and so, so focused and so single minded on achieving whatever it is that's sparked their interest. Now, Aries are also known for being multitaskers or they like to think of themselves as multitaskers. And, you know, it's like the, I know when it's Aries season because spirit just starts dropping all kinds of stuff in. It's like, oh, that would be a cool idea. And that would be a cool idea. And let's do this and let's do that. Um, and then it comes down to trying to ground whatever it is that you've selected, right? To, to go in that particular direction, prioritize your energy and pick a direction to go because Aries are kind of like hummingbirds, like flitting from one thing to another and very easily distracted because they, they do tend to be quite impulsive um, and as focused and driven as they are in one direction, you know, it's kind of like, oh, there's a sparkly shiny thing over there. Let me go see what that is. Um, and I am very much like that in a lot of ways. I know I drive my husband crazy um, inside of that Aries nature. However, there's just, there's so many amazing traits about um, the Aries energy and Mars being its ruler. And so we recently had, um, on the day before Easter, we had Mercury come into to Aries and it was in Pisces and then moving into Aries. Um, it has been a very emotional few weeks. And when I was talking to Charlene about it yesterday, she had mentioned that, you know, quite a few people had reached out to her and, and were like, this feels very much like a retrograde, you know, it, it, and I think that it's, it's worth mentioning because even though we don't have any planets in retrograde right now, things are a, a bit intense and a bit chaotic. Now, I've been hearing, you know, multiple validations from lots of different sources, um, you know, about this being a period where we are being driven into the heart. And I mentioned this in my my April forecast when I talked about this timeline that we're on right now. When we think about that scripturally inside of the the timeline, the the story of Jesus and, and what was happening with the, the from the crucifixion to resurrection. We just had Easter Sunday um, and now we're in that 40 day period in between the resurrection and the ascension and thinking about what was going on during that time. And we talked about the disciples going out with basically the concept of the mustard seed, right? It's like just that tiny little bit of faith, that tiny little bit of belief when planted can really take root and, and change the world. And we think about this time as being so transformative for the world as we know it now, right? This metamorphosis that would become the Christian movement, you know, Christianity. Um, but it was all due to this one man and his story and his path and his commitment to God. And then his disciples were then given the opportunity to see and experience him in that resurrection period to make the invisible visible. So I talked about all of that in my April forecast. And there also being the, the rise of this, this deep 
intense rise of the divine feminine during that 40 day period, because, you know, we saw very much, you know, the, the story of the Magdalene's come up out of that time. Um, you know, the, the part that Mary Magdalene plays, the part that, that Mother Mary played. Um, and then as the disciples were going out into new cities to bring the story, bring the word of God, bring, bring the resurrection story. Um, there were so many women in these cities. In fact, it was the first church in, um, it was in Philippians where they talked when they went into Philippi, right? It, the, one of the first churches formed there was formed by a woman. And so we see this, this surge of the divine feminine during this time period in that story. And so wouldn't it make sense that in this timeline, in this time period, that we would be breaking open, like breaking open the heart as my heart charm flies off my chest. We're breaking into this place of deep faith, deep belief, a, a new connection with God within and without, um, a new connection with one another, because there was very much the story of we are all brothers and sisters in this. We are all children of God. We are all blessed. It wasn't just about the, the, the Jews being the chosen ones any, anymore. Now it was Jews and Gentiles. So the, these were the messages that were going out during this time. And so we look at the energy of what's happening right now in our present moment, and we're going through that again. We're going through such a spiritual emergence right now, a resurrection, a, an ascension, a transformation, a metamorphosis, um, trying to come into a, a higher collective vibration. And so in this time period, we would also expect that we would be landing inside of our heart. And this is this has been uh, an ongoing conversation, hasn't it, about the the marriage of all of our gifts in our emotional abilities and our and our intellectual abilities connected with spirit and it becomes our trinity of self and that true balance can only come when we are connecting with our emotional intelligence at the same time that we're connecting with our mental intelligence and this is the masculine and the feminine so when we think about god as being the the all right the source the one then we we ultimately think that's the unchanging, right? That's the infinite. So the infinite cannot be separated or the universe would be working against itself. So this oneness, this unity means that there's man and woman, masculine and feminine, you know, father and mother, like however you want to think about it. Now we have, we have, given God this masculine label, right? Over and over we hear God the father, but what we, the way that I'm thinking about it is like, okay, so there was this quote from the, the Science of the Mind book that I'm reading, the Ernest Holmes, where he talks about why we have given God the Father the masculine standpoint. And it's because we think of God's will, right? The God's power, God's will. And when we think about it from that perspective, that's a power almost in a thought form, right? It's like God wills it into being and it becomes matter. And that is a very masculine trait, the intellect, the idea, the thought, right? That is a very masculine, it's very yang energy, even in our bodies. That is the yang energy. That's the yang current in our body. And then we have the actual creative flow, the creation of it. And Ernest Holmes says, you know, it's like the will of God, the father then impregnates 
the universal mind of God, of the God mother, of mother God, that it then comes into form through the creative birth canal, the, the creative channel. And so here we have the marriage of mother, father, God, right? And so if we are to become unified within self and become sovereign beings, then we have to continue to walk this path and, and understand these gifts and the balance within ourselves. And where we are experiencing the most growing pains right now is inside the emotional intelligence because many of us don't know how to feel our feelings, how to even call out our feelings, how to acknowledge them and how to use them and channel them in a really productive way. And so we're learning how to do this. This is the being inside the heart space, learning and being from the heart instead of just being in the mind. And so inside of the marriage of these two things, this is where spirit said, you know what, this month we're going to focus on emotional intelligence because the energies of April, especially inside of this Aries current with the way all the planets are, we're looking at crazy roller coaster energy, downright chaotic, you know, it's, it's like, you know, and, and Aries hyped up on 17 cups of espresso and set loose into the world. You know, it, it, amazing things can happen and, and brilliant projects can come to life, but there's going to be some destruction in the process because there is not much mindfulness in that kind of energy. It's very impulsive. It's very flitting. Um, and a little bit out of control. And so if we're all being placed, inside of this vibration right now we just should expect that we're going to have some of this reverberation inside of our own bodies hearts and minds and and in our environment and i was laughing because the day that mercury came into aries there was all of these crazy things going on that were very chaotic and very mercury retrograde like we do think of mercury as being like the planet of communication right but when I was talking with Charlene, she said, well, you know, Mercury also can be the trickster. It can come in with that kind of energy. And then I'm thinking about Mercury and Aries and I'm thinking about the ram and I'm thinking about, you know, that kind of like rammy kind of energy, you know, and those two things combined. And the first thing that spirit showed me was not the trickster card that I had pulled for the April forecast, but it showed me the 15 card from the traditional tarot deck, which is the devil card. Now, we think about the personification of the devil. What is the personality of that being? Now, when we align that again back to the timeline where we are right now, we knew and the devil knew that his only chance to throw Jesus off his course was when they were in the desert together, right? Like that was his attempt to try to tempt him, distract him from his path because the devil knew that if Jesus stayed on course, that he would save humanity and save our souls and that the devil would have no reign or power here in this realm. So that all comes to be prophecy is fulfilled but now where is the devil what's he doing where is the only device that he has left to entrap humanity is through our minds right so 
now he can't take souls to hell. There's no place to, 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 to do that. So he traps us inside of our own personal hell through messing with our minds, right? It's the, the great distraction, the great trickster, the, the manipulator, the tempter, however you want to look at him or that, that energy, the adversary. I've been using that word quite a lot. I mean, we find this inside of our own minds, often in the psycho more energy psychology side, we're looking at it from the ego perspective, right? We've talked about that too. So these deep voices that keep us small, make us hesitate, create self-doubt, take our, make us feel powerless inside of our lives. This particular time period, we're looking at the vibration of chaos, okay? So... I've said this, now we've got Mercury and Aries and with all of these other planets too that are coming out to play inside of Aries. And we're looking at the trickster energy big time this month and we're looking at it in, in a little bit of a chaotic way, okay? So let's think about that from an emotional standpoint. If you're being thrown into a situation where your heart's been blown wide open You've got all of these emotions circulating around and the world's in a little bit of a hairy place too, reflecting that back at us. What's that going to do? It's going to make you feel like you're kind of spinning out, right? You're going to feel a little bit out of control. And what happens when we start to feel out of control? The emotion that comes out is panic. Okay. And we're going to talk a little bit about panic and and how that will completely throw off your consciousness now when we talk about consciousness it's the function of the mind right so we've got the conscious mind which is considered more of the frontal lobe up here um, that kind of functionality it's where our free will is our ability to have conscious thought make conscious choices which means that we are aware of the fact of where we are what we're doing and we're aware of our emotions and the thoughts that we're having and we're making proactive and conscious choices. We're responding. We're not reacting. Okay. So that's a conscious position in your moment. When you are acting unconsciously, the, these two hemispheres of the brain have basically shut down and they have re like basically pushed all the energy to the back of the brain where you're going into autopilot, okay? So the back hemispheres of the brain. We're in autopilot back there where we don't have to think, we just go. And that becomes very automatic. It becomes very unconscious. It's what we've been calling the monkey brain, right? And so this is where we we, we become out of balance because we're not really centered you know, it's it are we're only functioning from one side of things. Um, and so this is when things can get a little chaotic. This is when you are dropping things, things are falling apart, you're you're off balance physically, um, you, you just are feeling like you're spinning out. And so when that is going on, you've disconnected from spirit. Because if you aren't in consciousness and you're not inside of your free will and your, your conscious mind, then now you're vulnerable because you've unplugged from your power source. You've unplugged from spirit. You've unplugged from your higher self and your consciousness. And now you're vulnerable to being manipulated or distracted 
out of conscious purpose. Okay. And this is the devil's playground. This is where we become very vulnerable to our own mind because now we're, we've, we've, our, our guard is asleep. You know, he's, he's kind of gone off somewhere. He's wandered off. And now we aren't mindful, not of what our body is doing. Our minds are going this direction. Our body's going in this direction. This is when we, we hurt ourselves. We get in car accidents. We're not, you know, we're not paying attention. And so this is a time period when mindfulness is going to be so very, very important for us and all faculties, not just where our body is going, but where is our mind, where is our emotional situation and where is our body? Okay, because the body is only there taking instructions from those mental patterns. So mindfulness, mindfulness, mindfulness. And and if there was ever a month to concentrate on emotional intelligence, it's going to be now because we need to be very aware of what our emotional state is at any given moment. Even if we can't figure out exactly what triggered us, that's not as important as the emotions that we're actually experiencing in that moment. Because if we can just check ourselves, even for a moment, and be like, okay, I am spinning out right now. I'm not exactly sure what set me off. I mean, it could just be the planets, right? I mean, we're in a cosmically charged time period, right? But now for the next couple of weeks. So maybe you're really sensitive to that. Maybe it's it literally is a collective situation. So trying to analyze what's going on might not be a good use of your energy or your time right now. And you might not even be able to plug into that or focus on it. So this was an exercise I did with my eight-year-old last night because he's feeling it too. You know, the I've been very emotional, you know, inside of this, not really connected to any one thing, you know, it's just feeling heightened emotions all the time. And, you know, he's been, he said to me last night, he's like, I don't know what it is, mom. Like I have really good days. And then by the time I get tonight, I, I just am so I feel so sad. I just want to cry. Now he's equating the, the feeling of needing to cry with sadness because of his age. And he's got limited labels or names to give his emotions. But the bottom line is your body is looking for a way to release. Okay. So there's this big emotional charge that's coming up and our tears are like the teapot whistle, right? It's it's a valve. It's a way for us to release. It's a natural and healthy way for us to release the pressure. So crying is a natural way for us to do that. So we would equate that with, why do I feel sad? And it might not just be sad. We might be purging a lot of grief as well because we are in this, you know, we're in a death cycle, death and rebirth. So that is something that you might want to meditate on. But generally speaking, you could just be looking at a big collection of different emotional energies, all trying to pop the cork at the same time, because that's Aries, right? Everything's coming out at once. It's the combustible, the fire, you know, that kind of thing. And so the exercise that I did with him last night, I said, you know, this is probably something I should share with everyone right now because we are going to need it this month. So the idea is if we're trying to bring focus down here, right, we're grounding ourselves inside of our heart. 
We don't want to be up here trying to analyze it, rationalize it, and pick it apart because this is where the problem started. So this is not where you're going to find the solution. Not right now. Right now, we need to sink it down. We need to sink it into here. And when we can sink it into here, we then it becomes all of these higher vibrations that are up around us. We become available to receive because we're, we're opening the doorway to our soul here. And... We are also honoring our emotional self. And so inside of that space, we think to ourselves, okay, we're going to ground it here. Well, then how do I release it? Okay, well, crying is one great way of, you know, have yourself a, a good crying session. Um, you can also do your Epsom salt baths to kind of, you know, relax the body, detox the field. Um, but the heaviness in the heart, especially for those of us who are empathic, it can become unbearable sometimes. We almost want to bust out of our own bodies. And so the idea is to allow ourselves to be here, but then also allow the movement. Okay, this is our natural polarity of our bodies. The natural polarity is to receive down through the crown, to receive up through the feet, and to send out through the heart. This is how we are programmed. This is natural law, okay? So why not work with that? I've been saying it. Stop going into resistance of natural law and divine order and work with it instead. Now, that's all fine and good, right? Until we feel like we're spiraling out of control and we somehow we think that we are bigger than natural law and we are bigger than God and somehow we are going to figure it out all by ourselves and we're going to re regain control over the whole world. Yeah, well, that's not happening ever. <laughs> so when we get on board with the natural flow, especially inside of our bodies, our magnetic fields, our design, our divine design, we can get relief and we can get release. So the idea is to be able to, first of all, be able to check yourself in the moment, right? It's like, I just spiraled. There's no going back. So just start where you are. It's, you know, it goes back to that old law that I was taught so many years ago, cancel, cancel, delete, delete, cancel, cancel, delete, delete. It's like giving yourself a clean slate to try again with something that you didn't do so well on the first time around. And, you know, because I am such a head person, I do spiral inside of my thoughts. And the cancel, cancel, delete, delete has been an amazing tool for me to bring myself back on course. It's kind of like, okay, I know I was sending those thoughts out, but I'm letting the, the universal law know that is not what my intention was. I'm going to stop the flow right there. Cancel, cancel, delete, delete, regroup, and breathe. I mean, that's really, that's your first step is stopping yourself, bringing it back in, knowing you want to create a new direction for your intention, and just take a breath. So that's your first step. Your next step is bringing yourself into the heart, right? So there's a couple of different ways you can do this. My suggestion is using your hands. You're bringing yourself in connection with the body by encasing your energy field and, and your output, right? So you've got the, the chakras on the hands that are naturally going to give and take as well. So 
You can do both hands on the heart. You can do one hand on the heart, one hand on the head um, to do a, a head-heart connection. Recently, because the emotional energy has been so strong, I've gone into both emotional centers. So right hand over the heart and the left hand over the navel to get kind of that sacral area. And that's felt really good to me lately. So that's my go-to is where I put my hands. But then it's just visualizing this space here where the heart chakra and high heart sit, just opening up, completely opening up. I get that image of that, oh gosh, his name is flying right out of my head right now. He was in an impressionist. Oh my gosh, I can see the picture in my head. There's like the open window frame and the guy with no face, the floating hat with the clouds behind him. Oh my gosh, what's the name of that artist? If anybody knows, put it in the comments. <laughs> this is going to make me crazy. It's like right on the tip of my tongue. I was an art history major. I should know these things. But in any case, it's like this idea of just open flow, right? It's like being able to open a door. Just open that door. Your heart's busting open anyway. The fortress is coming down. So let's work with that, right? So no, it's not Monet. It's um, it's not Monet. Darn it. I'm not going to be able to think of it. That's going to make me crazy. Um, so anyway, picturing from front to back, right? We can't remember. We can't forget, rather. We can't forget that the heart chakra is front to back. All of our chakras have a front side, have a back side, other than the top is a cone coming in and the bottom is a cone coming up, right? But all of the other chakras have a front side and a back side. And so we need to be able, Magritte, is that what it is? <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about, the hummingbird, the Aries energy, I can't stop it. Um, so anyway, it's a French artist, I know that. So. Doing the, the visualization of this opening, hands wherever you feel comfortable placing them, and allowing this energy to be able to move from front to back. The next thing I was coaching Brayden on last night, I said, imagine that God is standing in front of you, and he's just scooped up this big handful of magical sparkles okay and all of these sparkles are made from God's love and God's support for you and peace and forgiveness and whatever it is you need in that moment for your own personal clarity and he's just blowing them like a dandelion fluff and they're blowing through the center of your chest and moving from front to back and it's like a warm summer breeze coming off the ocean, just gently moving through that heart chakra from front to back. And as that's happening, you're just breathing and you're letting the body feel its feelings and have that moment inside of the emotion, but also giving yourself permission to feel it and let it go. Feel it and let it go. Feel it and let it go. And it's just that moment where you're connecting with the only authority, like I've said. You and your relationship with God, this is the authority. And allowing that 
authority, the God, the mother, father, God to come and support you in this moment where you feel as if the ground's being pulled out from under you, that you don't know where you're going, that things feel chaotic and out of control, and that maybe you've lost yourself a bit in the shuffle. To bring yourself back into that moment and knowing that the only moment that matters is right now. And reconnecting with your body, reconnecting with your mind, and reconnecting with your heart. And allowing that breeze, that breath of God, to blow through the heart chakra. And release that weight, release that pressure. Wherever it is that you've got your hands, really feeling the hands on the body, bringing the body into the present moment and reconnecting all levels of self. And this morning, and of course, you know, the visualization I was using with my son was something that had magic in it, something that he could relate to. But you do whatever it is that feels right to you for your visualization. But it's basically the, the same concept. And he said to me this morning when he woke up, he said, Mom, I just want you to know it felt really good to get all my feelings out last night. And that was it. And that was the end of it. It was no having to talk through it. It was no real naming the feelings. It was just talking about the fact that we have feelings and they are normal. And sometimes we don't know where they come from and that's okay. And sometimes we can't sort them out and that's also okay. But just to be in the feeling and let our body guide us through the release process. Because panic isn't gonna do anything for you except create impulsive, destructive behavior, movements, chaotic thought. It's gonna create more emotions that are out of alignment and just heighten this feeling of spiraling out. And then what happens? I mean, I'm sure all of you know at least one hot-headed Aries. That's not, uh, not TNT that you wanna detonate. <laughs> not at all. And so think about that inside of yourself, the energies that are going on. Are you gonna let this continue to build until you blow? That doesn't feel good, you know? So being able to open these valves let the experience come in, then we're able to actually channel the better side of Aries, which is the creativity, the passion. We've got Venus inside of Aries right now. Put that into your love life. Like put it where it's going to feel good and benefit yourself on a higher conscious level. And this is going to guide you through and help you navigate these next couple of weeks where things are a little crazy, okay? So I know, especially in the, the spiritual community, we tend to respond to, you know, the world when it's in crisis, you know, of like Jen Snell, bless her, she would, she was showing up around the clock. It didn't matter where things were happening in the world. You know, I mean, it was, and, but at one point when the world really started to deconstruct itself, right? And we started to see all of these things become visible and come to the surface. My phone was blowing up every other hour with Angel 911s. And, you know, I finally had to have a conversation with her like, Jen, we can't always be in crisis mode. Even as healers and, and angels and spiritual people, we can't be in Angel 911 mode all the time. We can't. It's not healthy and it's, it's not within our control. You know, yes, we can pray and we can hold space for people and we can be those lighthouses, but we can't be constantly placing ourselves in panic mode and in crisis mode because 
it's not going to serve us and then we can't serve anyone. And so just remembering that everything is falling apart right now for a reason because we're in the metamorphosis to be rebuilt and be reborn as something better. And so the minute that you step in to try in crisis mode to save someone from themselves, you're doing them no favors. We all have to walk this path right now. We all have to be given the opportunity to fall apart because we also need to be able to connect with ourselves inside of this energy. And so if we're in crisis, you know, inside of our own lives, then it's time to go in and do the work. But we can't be throwing ourselves into panic mode every other minute. It's, it's not going to be productive. And this is going to be a precarious time for that. And so it's something to constantly be reminding yourselves of, especially if you are empathic, especially if you are plugged into the collective, um, you know, really having deep meditative conversations with yourself about this is mine, this is not mine, this is what I can control and this is what I can do and this is what I cannot control and this is what I'm not required to do. You know, we are, none of us are, are required to be the savior of the world, even, even if our ego is telling us that that's the case. So there, I wanna just quickly pull two cards um, to support this message from Spirit today. I pulled my Jesus deck and I pulled my new Mother Mary Oracle deck that I'm super excited to use. That was a birthday present from my mom. I mean, you know, at 43, there's not really many toys that you can get um, at this point for your birthday, but these are my toys. I've, I love my card decks and I love my crystals, so. I'm gonna, oh, I had a couple of cards fly out of the Jesus deck, so let's look at those. So the first one that came out is from Mark chapter 12, verse 30. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. So there's the Trinity, the only authority, everything created from there and everything created from love. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all of your heart with all of your soul and with all of your mind and then in that support we allow our hearts to be unburdened the one that was stuck to that is matthew chapter 25 verse 21 well done that good and faithful servant we're getting a high five we're doing good we're on our way we're, we're on the right path we just have to stay mindful and we have to stay vigilant okay so thanks for the high five, Jesus. We're all doing the best we can right now with what we've got on our plates. And now we're gonna pull a card from the Mother Mary Oracle. out hmm. our lady of creative choice wow there's some Aries energy in that card isn't there Aries love to express themselves through their fashion I don't know if you know any Aries in your lives I am a little bit of an accessory freak everything's got a match I'm very much about my personal expression through my 
my what I wear and the colors and, and things like that. Um, so let's take a look in the guidebook and see this is card number 10. So that's a one, a one vibration, which is an, a, a new start, a clean slate. Our Lady of Creative Choice, you have my power within you and you are free beyond wildest imagination. Do you know that you are a slave to no thing and no one? You are a divine being. With the power of creative choice, you can create worlds, my beloved. Even the smallest choice contains great creative power. Do not cast your power aside, my child. Choose to trust me to live with an open, vulnerable heart and to let my grace flood through you in rapturous waves of light. It's like what we were just talking about with that exercise. Choose wisely, creatively and well. Yet do not fear your power, for the best choice you can make is to learn from all of your experiences. I will guide you to use your power to create healing difference in your life now. You have at your disposal the power of heaven. I will guide you to use it well. One small stone tossed into a lake can create seemingly endless ripples. So too do our choices create an impact far greater than we may first expect. Our Lady of Creative Choice has come to you with this message. No matter what situation is happening in your life, no matter how powerless you may feel to change it or control it, you have so much power here. If you knew how much power you had, you would laugh with relief and wonder and reverent joy. You would realize that you don't have to control anything or anyone in order to feel empowered. Your power doesn't come from controlling outcomes. It flows from your endless capacity to make choices. Our Lady of Creative Choice helps us when we know that the way we have been choosing to be, perhaps feeling reactive or out of control, might not be serving us anymore. Hmm, exactly what Spirit was saying. Perhaps we have not felt much choice in the past, or perhaps we might have got caught up in feeling frustrated with another or out of control in certain situations, and all we felt we could do was react. Or perhaps we have become so caught up in just trying to get things done or work things out that we forgot that we have that we get to have a say in our own lives. This oracle comes to you as this reminder. You have the power of heaven within you. You don't need to control life, beloved, but you can choose whether you dance with life responsively or resist its flow and feel pushed around by it instead. Through paying attention to what is happening for you in the moment, whether that be feelings of happiness or sadness, a feeling of letting go or moving on, or staying put and learning something, you can then make a choice about how you wish to respond. Your responses to your life circumstances are your choices to make and a source of great power within. You can receive any visitor into your home with a welcoming smile or with a bellow of rage, a laugh, or a clear directive to move on. It is always your choice, and the right choice will be what feels right for you in any given moment. A smile might feel right one day, and the rage feels right in another situation on another day. It is always your choice, and your choice creates a pattern of energy that interacts with what is, creatively igniting change. You don't have to control it or foresee it. You just need to remember to choose creatively and most important of all with honesty and how you wish it to be. Well, that pretty much validates everything that Spirit was sending through the channel um, for this check-in today. So I hope you enjoy. Please come back this month. This will be my theme for the month of April is emotional intelligence and just kind of guiding us through some ways on how to flex that muscle and get a little bit better at it. Just stay mindful, stay connected inside of the heart. Do these exercises for yourself daily. 
Um, for those of you who don't receive my newsletter, go over to JennyIsrael.com and subscribe. Uh, for those of you who didn't get the newsletter this month, we've got some cool things coming up. Um, on the 21st of this month, I'm going to be doing an Instagram Live with Charlene Lawrence to talk about the Saturn Uranus Square energy that we've got coming in a few times this year. The end of the month on April 30th, I'm doing my first gallery style reading at the Crystal Butterfly in Simplicity. Um, I think there might only be one ticket left for that event, so I think we're trying to line up another one um, for the 14th, which is the the Friday after Ascension Day. Um, so we'll we'll be having another one if you if you can't get into the April 30th one. Um, but thanks everybody for the support with that. Doing something way outside of my comfort zone that I've never done before. Um, so it feels good to know that I'm I'm supported in that direction. So love to all of you. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. Um, stay mindful and stay present. And I love you guys and I'll see you again soon. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter CPC. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one -on -one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.